irreverent, entertaining, cool. You're listening to LA Talk Radio. You're listening to The Power of Love Show, only on L.A. Talk Radio. Welcome to The Power of Love, sponsored by the Dee Dee Jackson Foundation. We'll shine a light on loss and grief and how it impacts our lives. I am T.J. Jackson, and with me I have just one brother today, and that would be... Jackson. Yeah, if you turn me out. Hey, man. Taj Jackson. I'm not used to you being... I know. I'm I'm not... I I was actually going to be on the other... I was like, you know what? I'll make it easier for him. Oh, I'll so so it was a favor for me. Yeah, because you last time you you kind of like seeing the cross. Yeah, I, I, I like really, to I see who I'm talking to. Yeah, I don't even know what I'm saying. It's yeah. all good, Taj. It's it's the beginning of the show. Yeah. I have faith that you'll warm up. Uh, we are live on the Power of Love show. So if you're listening to us right now, thank you for joining us. Um, we are. We always have Twitter open. Yes. I need to change this dialogue, but we always have Twitter open. That handle is at DDJ Foundation, the letters DDJ Foundation. But on today's show, we're also going to open up the phone lines so you can call us throughout the show. Um, the number to call us is 323-203-0815. Again, it's 323-203-0815. And uh, feel free to call us if you have any questions, comments, um, quotes, any points you want to make, any points you disagree with, any points you strongly agree with. We'd love to hear from you, especially on today's show. Um, it's going to be a good one. Uh, this is um one we didn't prepare too well for, because I think the day just got to us quick. But it's I'm an, always prepared. <laughs> Todd Jackson improvising. Said, okay, so yeah, I mean we're used to improvising, but yeah. it's it's still such an important topic. Um, before we discuss what our topic is, Taj, we have to do a disclaimer. Mm-hmm. We are not licensed therapists. We're just ordinary people who have experienced loss in our lives. We've been impacted by it, and we've learned from it. And we want to share our opinions and attempt to help you navigate what you are going through. Saying that if you need professional help, we urge you to seek it and to find it. Do not just rely on us. It's 102 here in Los Angeles. What's it? What's the date? Uh, Wednesday, June 12th. Okay, thank you. 2019. Um, but first, let's let's talk about your week, Taj. How was your week, man? Oh my man? gosh. Um, I don't even remember, TJ. You would ask me that. I um, mean, <laughs> oh, I, uh, okay. Well, we had a, a death. A, a oh, yeah. Death yeah. That basically, that's one of the reasons we weren't on last week. Absolutely. Um, so I've basically still been dealing with it mm-hmm. in a way. I know this is not our topic for t- uh, today. Kind of. But uh, I just want to get give you guys an update. Yeah, mm-hmm. this one this one hit me hard because I still haven't really processed it yet. You know, and mm. even after all these episodes, you know, we're a hundred plus episodes in and it's still listening to, uh, you know, speaking about death. This one was, you know, so close to home to me and it's like, you know, Clyde and all that stuff. So it's just like, I'm still dealing with it. I still think he's like on some trip, mm. you know, cause he used to travel a lot and, and I, I still in my head think he's still there, Yeah, you know, and that one day I'm going to, he's going to come back, you know. So that's just something, you know, that I, that this week has been for me. Yeah. Obviously, you can tell in my voice I'm still kind of getting over a cold as well. So between between those two things that that was it, yeah. I I mean, I would say I w- I'm going to piggyback off you. Um nothing crazy happened in my week, but the, you know, the whole week 
I, I don't feel like I was emotionally um, stable 100%. I mean, not that I was unstable, unstable, but I felt um, jolted. And it was, like you said, Taj, even Good though work. we do this show and this is what our foundation is based on, still affects us. We're still human. We still deal with loss. It's not like um, because we have all this experience or understanding that it doesn't hurt, you know, and, and Clyde Jenkins was, oh man, he was like, he was obviously a family friend, but he, he was more than a friend because he was someone that you could trust, someone that would tell you like it is in in a good way too in a way that wasn't threatening in a way that was comforting and inspiring you know and um i'll never forget everything we've done from even the album that we never released to sony i'll never forget the first time i mean i could tell people we, we our single was going to be hey love yeah and i'll never forget um i think we did even photo shoots it was at havenhurst i don't know if it was press we, we were about to roll out our second album in 99 and clyde was there and he was not used to the kind of music we were doing for this next album. So it was, you know, we kept things close to the chest and, and wanted to do a different sound. And, you know, the first single was going to be Hey Love. And I'll never forget his reaction. He just had a huge smile like um, his younger brothers did something great. And he was like, I like this. This is great. You know, so Clyde just had that great energy and happiness and, and positivity to him. And so when I heard the news, I thought it was like, there's no way. You know, there's no way he, he was so vibrant. He was, you know, he, he was worked out. He was happy. Um, he was giving. It seemed like he was living the, the perfect, um, you know, a, a really strong life. And, you know, it just goes to show you, you never know when your time is is up. So um, to make sure, I think the lesson um, or one thing I would like to share that I think I would agree with is to live life fully, you know, live life happily. Um, don't dread on any dwell on anything. Don't, you know, dread your past. Just continue moving forward. And and when I think about Clyde, that's what I think about. He was always um upbeat. He was always traveling, Asia, um, everywhere, you know, Europe and it, it seemed like every three months he was going out of the country to explore the world. He he worked hard so that he could travel, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Um one other thing, sorry TJ for interrupting you. It's okay. But um I think with Clyde as well, it's just really amazing because you know he he worked hard you know um, yeah. as a real estate agent but i was just amazed at all the people's lives that he's affected you know in terms of the, it's it's interesting when you see someone like that or you hear about someone like that and you're like how did they have time in the day to mm. be everyone's friend you know yeah and everyone's good friend not just everyone's friend just Every you know everyone's having that same conversation. Oh, Clyde was there for me, or Clyde yeah. you know, was someone I could count on, or I can talk to. You know, um, and it's just like he was there for everyone like that. And it's just like, geez, that's a lot. Of- a special, special person that um that will forever be missed. I, I'm still in shock, to be honest. Um, I really feel that we should do a show, maybe next week's show after his service on Clyde and. Yeah, because Terrell will be back. And Terrell will be back, and he'll have his stories. But, you know, he was a very close family friend to not only us three, but our father and and the family. And um, just we'll forever miss you, Clyde. Sending love to to, um, the family. All right. So earlier when we were talking about Clyde, we were talking about how it has nothing to do with the show. In a way, I feel like it does. Because to me, Clyde was happiness. 
He was always smiling. He was always <laughs> joking around. He always brought happiness. He always me. brought happiness. He could not walk into a room and, and really uplift the room. Yeah. No joke. Every single time Clyde was in the room, you felt better. And I know it sounds very cliche, but <laughs> that was Clyde. And, um, you know, even the DDJF um, events, his costumes always were. For Halloween, yeah. Were always by far the best. Not even close. Um, and that was just Clyde. You know, he just wanted to take it to another level and bring a smile to someone. Anyway, we're talking about happiness. Um, we're talking about um, everything about happiness. Has it gotten lost in today's society? Um, is it conf- um are we doing enough for our youth to try to make sure they're happy? Um, what is happiness? And uh, how do you achieve happiness? Hmm. So if, if you want to try to answer any of those questions, please feel free to t- uh, tweet us. Again, it's at DDJ Foundation, or you can call us at 323-203-0815. Mm-hmm. I'll start with you, Taj. Okay. I want to add one more thing to that. Oh, yes. Please. I think also what isn't happiness in mm. terms of what people have perceived happiness to be that isn't really true happiness Mm. because i think a lot of people especially if you don't have something you think something will bring you happiness and then other people that have that will tell you the opposite absolutely in that that way um i think in today's world uh followers Mm. instagram followers or twitter Mm. twitter followers likes they think oh if i was famous or if i had that that would bring me happiness that would mm. that make me popular i think popular is 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 uh is a mis- is, is a misconstrued word in terms of to bring you happiness Pop- popularity doesn't bring you happiness right you know that's right. the thing and and i think that's what we're promoted that's what we're sold yeah oh you know the- it, it, it's interesting dj mm-hmm. afrojack i should know that. i mean i know that's his name but i should have said it with more yeah that conviction that, yeah it is DJ Afrojack. Um, but I was listening to a podcast mm-hmm. with him. Um, uh, oh, man. I, I just saw a notification. I know. So unprofessional. That but I, I, I listened to a podcast, Taj, with him doing an interview. Uh-huh. And he was talking about, you know, he... <laughs> so interesting. I'll tell you a little side note. But he wrote the song and produced the song Titanium mm-hmm. with David Guetta mm-hmm. um, by Sia. Mm-hmm. And it was a very popular song, but because he was so successful in the underground world, he didn't want to put his name on the credit. Mm-hmm. So, so on the credit, it just says David Guetta and Sia. Yeah. Doesn't show DJ Afrojack, but he was very much involved because he was worried about his credit, his his stability, and his you know his yeah. fan base. He says that was his biggest regret. Mm-hmm. You know, it was silly to think that way, but it was fear that pushed him that way. But anyway, later in the podcast, he explained that, you know, he's he's made so much money. He's um, he's toured toured around the world. He's seen, you know, thousands and thousands. He's performed to thousands and thousands of people. But he's he's really committed to to just giving back and um, helping others get up to and achieve their goals, because he feels the achievement part is the true happiness, not the financial part. Mm -hmm. He said that when early in his career, when he started doing really well, blowing up, he went on a yacht, like a crazy big yacht. And, um, you know, for a party and, you know, there's 25 workers and there's all this food and everything. And his first initial response was how amazing this is. You know, this has got to be the epitome of happiness and success. And and he basically said like two hours after the the 
being on the boat on the yacht he started to realize and this is how i think i would be he started to calculate and realize all the stress that comes with owning this boat whether it's employing the 25 people <laughs> you know the the cost of the boat the yeah. insurance the, yeah. the the boarding yeah um and he's like i'd rather just rent it and not own it but mm. it's like such a thing when you get to that level you always want more you know if you if you become a millionaire then you want a, a yacht you know if you if you become a 10 times millionaire, then you want your own plane and it's just a constant chase that will leave you unhappy if you don't, you know, find your substance. And another thing that I think I wanted to add is I've learned and what I've been reading and, and what I believe in is that happiness is being obviously with family and, and, and being united and, and you know, and, and, and good health and everything going well. But the, I think one of the most important things we overlook as humans is to have a purpose, mm. is to have a passion. And I think as long as you have a passion and as long as you're um, going for what you love and what makes you happy inside, you're going to be happy. And I think that's something that we do. We mess up a lot and we go after, you know, whether it's financial, you know, goals. Or if it's safe. Or if it's safe. The safe way. Yeah. Or if it's what we feel our parents would want, or if we feel what our, our our family would would approve of, and that's a trap because you're not going to be completely happy unless you do what is in your heart, burning in your heart. And uh, what what's your what's your opinion on that? Um, I live by that, so I I don't like what ifs. You know, uh, even from a young age, I never wanted the what if factor. Like, and I think we've been fortunate enough that we knew we wanted to do music since a young age. Like we just knew that. And we had supportive parents that helped us do that as well. But I can also tell you growing up in this family, I also realized that fame and fortune doesn't bring happiness. Absolutely. You know, and, and I would see how, you know, media or TV channels or TV commercials would portray that. Or, you know, we have the Forbes richest you know, people, blah, blah, blah. It's always mm. about celebrating wealth. And, you know, I think wealth is, could, you know, could be great if it's used for great purposes. Mm. You know, like I, I, as, and we, I, I don't know if we talked off the air or on the air about certain, you know, um, people like Bill Gates and Warren Buffett. I think this was last week. Mm -hmm. about, yeah. About do how they donate a lot of their money mm -hmm. to charity. And that's, that's where wealth can be powerful and great in mm -hmm. that, in that way. Um, but I think the thing for me is that I learned that a long time ago that that's not what I want, you know, in terms of the fame is the fame for me was always about the platform. And, and exactly, Taj. And I, I think that's like you just said, that that's a big concern for our society and our youth that we're growing up, you know, we're growing our kids and, and society's moving in a direction where likes and, yeah. you know, heart hearting things and and followers is such an integral part to what's making us feel worthy yeah. and it's very very dangerous and my concern is did we already get to the point where it's of no return you know there's always another generation coming from below you know like i think that's the thing and they can um course correct it in terms of that because i think i think the generation that grew up on the likes and all it's gonna it's hard they're, they're adjusting now because reality isn't likes and and i mean it is to a certain extent but that's not what substance is yeah, you know? yeah. i mean at the end of the day you're empty inside if you think that 
because I got all these likes, that means I'm important. Yeah. You know, and I, I think that's the thing that that was us as a society selling people on that aspect. And I think that's that's I think that's the one of the biggest not I don't want to say miss, but the biggest pitfalls one can have is anyone because, you know, let's be honest, social media is a big part of life now. Yeah. You know, whether it's for business, mm-hmm. whether it's for oh, personal, yeah. it's, it's a huge part. So we are constantly um, subject to the judgment of the viewer, our external yeah. judgment. Mm-hmm. You know, it's so important. Let's say I have a new business selling, um, you know, shoes. Yeah. If I post something on this new business site, I, I'm going to be invested to see what's online, what's being liked, yeah. what's being commented on, and, and how it's progressing. But we can't take that personal. We have to just continue moving and, and try to f- figure a way to make sure there's a wall that doesn't penetrate to our inner core and our inner happiness. And that's a, it's a challenging thing. And that's probably my biggest concern for kids is can they survive that? Can they even see through that? You know, can they even understand that concept mm-hmm. of using social media and not letting everything that goes with it um, use you in a sense? Yeah. You know? Yeah. So um, let's say, let's take our first phone call. Uh, who do we have on the line with us on the power of love? Hi, TJ. This is Carol. Hi, um, Carol. My happiness. This is Carol. How are you? Dear? Anyways, my I'm good. I'm good today. My happiness is doing stuff for other people. Yes. Yes. And it makes me feel better and everything. And a few weeks ago when I took Jill out, um, I played back what I said and it, you made her smile. Oh, cool. And and you know what? You guys make me smile too and oh. everything and I've been really down but I'm good today and um and your music makes me feel better. Well, that makes me smile. Carol, I have to say, um, first of all, you sound amazing today. You, I mean, you always sound yeah. amazing, but you sound extra happy um, and, yeah. and full of life. But I, I again, you're such a loyal supporter of us and the show and our foundation. I just want to thank you for that, because without people like you, um, I'm not sure we would um, you know, be having the impact we're having. So thank you. Really, thank you. You are so welcome. And um, you guys are unique and wonderful people. And um, and I always look to see, you know, what you guys say or whatever. I just love it. And, and I love your music. I love your lyrics <laughs> and everything. You're so, down to earthness. It's wonderful. Well, thank, thank you, Carol. Thank you so much. Thank you, Carol. And, and um, oh, go and, ahead. And I, my heart goes out to you with your rock. You know, it's, mm. it, it kind of... It kind of gels cute. I just had another loss last week. My cousin's husband just died. <sighs> but anyways, it was like it threw me off. And I, you know, and the heat wave was kind of bad, too, and everything. Today seems better for some reason. You know, I was just so fatigued. I don't know. Do you guys get fatigued when you get hit with death? Because I get fatigued. Yeah, you know, for me, I think what happens to me is I just get mentally, and I guess physically, too, but mentally, I just get, I'm a little, I get a little scattered. You know, I, I don't feel as stable yeah. mentally. I don't ever feel to the point where I'll do harm or, or anything like that. No. I just can't necessarily concentrate. And my, my mind goes 100 miles per hour. And, um, you know, so and I and I believe I'm not a scientist. I'm not a doctor. So I don't I can't say this for certainty. But I believe that will eventually have an effect on you physically as well. You know, and yeah. um, that's that's what I feel. So it does get to a point where you Me can too. kind of s- find yourself in a in a kind of sedentary 
um, you know, sedentary vibe for a while after death. And I think that's normal. I think that's normal. Yeah. And I think, you know, like we always preach on the show, I think the, the important thing is to make sure you get your feelings out, make sure you have your support yeah. system and, you know, you, you think positive and, and, you know, yeah. you be real with yourself. I think that's key. Yeah. Some days it's like today I'm real positive and other days it's like, I'm like up and down. I know if you guys are up and down too and everything like that, yeah. you know, and all that. Yeah. And it seems like when it's an anniversary of someone's death, it's, it's kind of a downer. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And, and um, you know what? I think it, as we get older too, you know, naturally we're going to have to deal with death more and more frequently yeah. as we get older. So I think that also plays a part in, in the struggles of it. You know, when you're young, you know, all your affiliates are usually your age and death is very rare. So I don't think it's something we really get practice in, if that makes sense. But when we get older, it starts to, to get more common. And, you know, that's yeah. why I think these principles are incredibly important to know and to really Im embed in your, in your, in your lifestyle. And I try to live with other people. I surprise them quite a bit and everything. And it makes them feel better. It makes me excited. And, um, I love doing stuff for other people. Yeah. You know, it makes them happy. It makes me happy. Yeah, I, I, I truly, and, I, I think that's the one of the best ways to, to be a happy person is, is to provide for others. You know, it, because it's yeah. not only are you helping others, but you're also fulfilling your feeling of value and of purpose. And what I'm learning, Carol, is that the trick to happiness is to have purpose and worth and the, yeah. In my opinion, one of the easiest ways to do that is simply by helping someone because you're adding value yeah. and worth to them and you're feeling worthy. So 100 percent. I, I love that. And your, your music helped me before my mother died and it helped me afterwards. Oh, well, thank you, Carol. Thank you. Carol, yeah. what, what song what song in particular do you like? Thank you for supporting us, not only as you know artists, but also for the foundation. It means a lot to us. So thank you. Yeah, thank you for being there for me too. I appreciate you guys, and I love you guys. We love, love you, too. you too. Take care. You too. Bye bye. bye. Um, Todd, you. I think we should just answer phone calls while we have them. Yeah. That's good for you. Yeah. Um, I'm okay. Got to talk to people. <laughs> Todd, <laughs> listen to them. All right. Uh, who's this on the power of love? Um, hi, this is Tiffany in Texas. Hey, hey Tiffany, Tiffany, how are you? How are y'all? Good. We are doing, doing great. Good. How are you? Hold on one second. Am I turning it down? <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, what you got for us, Tiffany? I'm sorry. I'm with Ebony, and <sighs> we're listening to Turn It Down. <laughs> Thank you. Okay. Um, 
on the topic of happiness, yes. well, first of all, I wanted to say I'm sorry for your loss with Mr. Clyde and everything. Mm, thank and you. I'm praying for you and your family and his family. Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. Um, as far as the happiness mm-hmm, goes, mm-hmm. I'm I'm not really too focused on likes and things and like, you know, hearting everything. For me, it's like what Taj says, the community that I'm with, um, you know, 3T fans and everything. That's really my support system, the group that I go to, because I really have a rocky relationship with my family, and that's to put it politely. But, I mean, with friends like Ebony and Carol that just called and so many other people that call in, I know them, I tweet them daily almost. And, you know, I just really feel that we're all together in this. You know, like many people feel like, you know, we're alone, we're behind our screens, you know, in our apartment or our home or whatever. But, I mean, we really have connected and, you know, over years have, you know, developed this relationship where we're all really tight and we all, you know, celebrate everybody else's successes. And, you know, if they have a failure, pat them on the back and say it's going to get better. You know, we're praying for you, all sorts of different things. It's just a really good support system that we all have established. I, I think that's great. I think that's great. And, and truthfully, um, you know, when we first started out as musicians, that that wasn't something that was on our radar or something we even thought about, to be honest, uh, building a community that would help each other. And, you know, but as we got older and with the foundation, that became a goal. And to see it to fruition, um, you know, helping others when in tough times is, is magic. You know, it's it's seriously one of the best blessings for me and my brothers. And um, the one thing I will want to add, Tiffany, is even though you may be going through hard times with your family, don't ever give up and, mm-hmm. and try to reset that button as often as you can. Because as you do get older, I think that will be something that you hopefully will, will be able to amend, but something that I think will, will weigh a bit more on you. So I would cont- advise you to keep working on that. And in the meantime, and forever continue to, you know, be part of that community that's helping each other because like you said it's it's a huge support system for you yes before i go could ebony please say hello because she's beating a hole into my arm right now let's, yeah, let's yes, yes yes of course where is she <laughs> hello hi ebony how are you hi guys how are you it's, n- it's been a while <laughs> now now that we have you i have to ask you what is happiness into what Tiff was saying. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Um, to what um, Tiffany was saying and also to add to Todd uh, was saying earlier about popularity not meaning happiness. I couldn't agree with you more. Uh-huh. Like she was saying, was saying with me as well is basically about the community and more so your family and friends. Like I was telling her earlier when it comes to friends, if, you, if you're able to count the number of friends on at least one hand, you're lucky. You're lucky. Uh-huh. Uh. So even if you have one one friend, that's I feel like that's something to be happy about because that means you know that like you have someone who truly understands, who cares for you, and loves you. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I, I th- yeah. So that's that's yeah. basically yeah. I think what you're saying, which is what I would definitely agree with, it's quality over quantity, and in today's exactly. world, we're all about quantity, and we should be about quality. Good point. Yep. Good point. 
Yeah, yeah. couldn't agree with you more. That's exactly what, <laughs> exactly what well, I was thinking. So thank you. No. Well, well, uh, Ebony, you guys sound like you guys are having a blast. So we're not going to interrupt your flow. <laughs> it's a little um, party going on. Yeah, right. There. But uh, I, like, yeah, I, we're about to head out to the mall. I uh, see. I told you. <laughs> you guys, you girls have a good time. I love it. Um, <laughs> that is amazing. Oh, thank you, guys. Go to the, the mall. Call, so. Well, thank you so much for your support. Like I told Carol, you guys um, really mean the world to us, and we want to thank you for you two, you both, Ebony and um, I'm sorry, Ebony and Tiffany. You guys have both been such supporters from us for us since day one. So I want to thank you guys, and yeah. of course, on, on behalf of my yeah, brother. And I also want to offer, I also want to offer my condolences to you. Oh, no, thank you. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, I can tell that he was. Oh, he was. He was special. And a, and a huge part of the community. Absolutely. Yeah, had a real big impact. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, bless you all and, and have a good time at the mall today, okay? <laughs> all right, you have a good day. All right, lady. Bye bye. Love, Love you guys. Love you too. Bye. bye. <laughs> so cool. Um Taj, the phones are going crazy, so I'm just gonna keep answering okay. if that's all right. Uh who's on the power of love with us right now? Hi, this is Gigi Taylor calling. Hi, Gigi. Hi, Gigi. How are you? I'm good. Can you hear me okay? Because I have my headset on. I can, yeah. We could hear you actually very well. And we haven't spoken to you in a while. How have you been? I've been doing okay. Good. I just wanted to call and participate. I had some able to listen to this. I listen on playback, but um, I haven't been able to listen um, live in some quite some time. So I just wanted to comment about being happy or happiness. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's the topic. Yes. So... Recently, I've learned, because we're always learning something new, mm-hmm. that when I don't have expectations of people, I'm more happy. Mm, that's powerful. I love that. And, and I, know, I know that that sounds like, oh, so, for instance, if I have to be who I am. I'm a very talkative person. I'm not bragging about myself, but I've been told this. I'm very talkative. I get along with people well. Um, kind, loving, and I love to do those things. I love to be kind, loving, and caring. That's really genuine of me. Mm-hmm. But when I expect that back in return, and I think that someone should be like I am, I've always gotten myself hurt. I feel sad, and I've been depressed about that. And that's really not fair to the other person. So, so Gigi, what's the mindset change you made recently that's helped you deal with that? You mean what? It, what happened to make me? Realize no, that? not what or, happened, but what? Do you, what's your approach okay. now when you when you meet someone, or oh. h- how do you eliminate mm-hmm. that expectation? Now I just okay. So, and it is because I've realized it's like I always do that, and that's not good. So I just what I've done is just say I am who I am, and just because I'm that way, it doesn't mean that everyone's going to be that way. If that mm-hmm. makes sense. So I just have to say certain people react a certain way or they do things differently. And that's not wrong of them. And I'm not talking about someone being mean to you. Do you know what I'm trying to yeah. say? I'm just saying if if I'm like, you know what I'm trying to say. Absolutely. That person's not going to be how I am. And I've really had to realize that because it's not really always about me. If, if I'm doing something or I'm, I'm a certain way. I'm doing it from a place of love initially. That's how I feel. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. just because a person doesn't like respond how I want or do something, it doesn't mean that they don't care or they're not nice. Cause you know what I'm trying to say? Yeah. But I always yeah. have an expectation on people and 
I learned a hard lesson. Let's put mm. it like that. And That's interesting. Usually I'm teary when I'm calling. I'm kind of sad because I just, I'm glad that the person that I had the expectations were um, bold enough and kind enough to just kind of point that out to me in a loving way. And yeah. it's true. I can still be myself and be who I am, but I can't expect that from yeah. other people. Yeah. So, well, that's a, that's a good lesson to learn. Um, and some people never learn it, you know, because we kind of want people to be like us, like, especially if we're giving and we're very friendly and, you know, but some people just aren't on that page or they're not, their journey hasn't added up to that point yet. Or, you know, they could be many years behind or they could have been that way in the past and now they've gotten hurt and they're now, you know, more reserved. I usually, for me, I just think of it like, because I'm a very, you know, I'm a people person. I also think that I, I kind of always try and go in their shoes and be like, well, this person might be having a bad day or this person might have been hurt in the in the past and that's why they're not so open as I am or that's why they're not so friendly or you know some some people it's, it's hard for them to say thank you which is weird <laughs> you know and it's just yeah. like you know but it doesn't mean they're not thankful it's just it's in and then there's some people mm -hmm. that just take advantage you know mm -hmm. but those are like rarities and you can't blame those and everything on those rarities mm. I just wanted to reiterate and the main part is my expectation. In other words, I'm just like, okay. And then like a response from someone is like, okay, well, they're not as hype. It's an example. Like they're not as hype or whatever. My expectation on people. Yeah. You know what I'm trying to say? Mm -hmm. And I agree with you said, but I'm expecting something and that's not fair. You're like, expecting, the, you get what I'm trying to. You're expecting the same energy back and it's not, and it's coming in. Energy or if, yes, or if I'm, expectation rather it's they should give how i give or they should yeah whatever it may be yeah yeah you get what i'm saying yeah so. yeah and that's the thing yeah and i mean i'm it makes me happy to just say okay i'm just going to be me and how they you know the expectation isn't there just let that person do what they're going to do mm -hmm. it doesn't take away from what i've done or, or how i feel or stop me from what i'm going to do you yeah. know what i'm trying yeah. to say exactly. so i feel happy happier now that i can just do that and keep that <laughs> and keep that and, and yeah because that's the thing hi, yeah hello so that's what i want to say hi tj hey tj how are you <laughs> i'm just listening along to, to both of you guys converse i yeah. love it um but gigi but i hope that helped and contributed so oh yeah absolutely thank you so much i love that gigi yeah and, it's, I, it's and I love twist. you guys and my birthday's tomorrow whoa happy, whoa, birthday. happy birthday yeah happy birthday gigi <laughs> do anything yeah. special Okay, I live. Um, actually, I celebrated. Well, I am. I celebrated a little bit with my granddaughter. Nice. Her birthday was yesterday, mm -hmm. and then this weekend I'm going to uh, a Draco Rosa concert. Um, Who's that? Google him, but he's uh, Google Draco D R Latin music. A C O. Yeah, Rosa, and he hey, is Tim. very. He's a musical genius. La so Latin I'm music, right? See him. My son's taking me. Yeah, um, he's I'm like um alternative i'm not really into it but i've been okay. a supporter of his for years cool. from when i was younger cool so, well we'll have a good time it's not like, it's not like, 
thank you. Sound like Louis Miguel. I mean, I was about to say. I, love, I, I want to marry. But, okay. I was about to say. Yeah, okay. yeah TJ was going to get on you for that. He was going to say, wait a minute. <laughs> I know I'm a traitor. No, all good, Gigi. But I hope you guys are well. And I have a gift for Taylor that I've been holding on for a Aww. long time. Aww. So I have to probably get a bigger size. So. Oh, well, thank you so Whenever much. I yeah, he's adorable. You guys. And I'm going to put you guys real quick on the spot. Oh, you're probably going to be mad at me. But are you guys going to be having, um, like, the softball charity event? Is that an annual? We're not going to do softball no? this year. This year was was a challenging year for yeah. us um, in, okay. in, man, in many ways. So No, it's okay. So we're not going to do softball. And we're discussing the Halloween party. So yeah, we'll have okay. an update on softball that. Softball, we'll, we'll be back, though, next yeah. year. Okay. Well, All right. Guys thank you, Gigi. Love you. Thank you. Love you, too. Love you, too. Take care. Okay. Bye bye. Um, okay. So this is something I wanted to say too, Taj. I feel like this is a little bit of a side tangent, but I think it's important to discuss. Um I think as a parent, now that you're a parent as well, I think it's important to to make sure that we, but also our kids, are embrace failure and struggle and pain. And I think we naturally as parents do everything we can to protect our kids from those things. And what that does is they're going to deal with pain, struggle, and and failure in life. And if they've just dealt with success and happiness and perfection all the way till the time they're adults, they're not going to have that practice or that resilience or that, 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 you know, that know-how on how to overcome or get through those failures. So I think it's important as parents that um, you you allow your child to fail and just try to restructure how they think of failure and how they think of pain and just you know, make sure it's like that, that old adage, no pain, no gain. You kind of have to just somehow figure a way to, to embrace it and to see the strong value in it. And um, I think that's an important part of, of true happiness as an elder person. And, you know, I, I honestly feel like that's why a lot of people who come up in wealth or um, with a lot of privilege, they struggle in life because they have everything kind of laid out for them and it's kind of protective for them. And when you don't have that protection growing up, you're more resilient and can deal with the setbacks that come in adulthood easier and, and get by it and get through it and stay more optimistic about it um, and you can embrace it. And I think that's a very, very important ingredient to happiness. So any parents out there, make sure you allow the the struggle and that that failure to happen. Yeah. No, I agree. And and that is something that as a parent now I am definitely going to do is because my biggest failure, I shouldn't say my biggest failure, but my earliest failure that I can remember was at 13 years old. Baseball. Baseball. When I didn't didn't make the all-star team. Yeah. And it wasn't me not making the all-star team. It was, it was all my friends made the all-star team. Every single one of them from the year before except me. Like, literally, I was the only one that didn't make it. And it was probably the hardest thing at that time because baseball was something that I knew I was yeah. good at. It yeah. was, like, the one thing that it's like, oh, you're good at something, and it's baseball. And so sitting there and, and not making the all-star team, hearing about them trying to still put you on the team, but, you know, because they know you didn't have a good year – and it was, just, but you still didn't make it. And mm. it, was, it was really hard for me, but at the same time, it's really taught me nothing. Don't take anything for granted. That's it. Um, and see, and I feel like in today's world, 
the parents would have made sure are justified to put you on the they team. They would have like paid. They would have protected yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. And and I and that's what I'm the point I'm trying to make is, you know, I, I don't necessarily believe with that in that. You know, I, even in school, Royal, you know, he was taking a a, a math that he he got into, mm-hmm. um, he tested into, and it was a hard math because the teacher was really tough. Yeah. And you know, wasn't maybe didn't that the teaching teacher's form of teaching didn't coincide with Royal and a lot of the kids. So a lot of the kids just went to the easiest math mm-hmm. at the school, you know, and, and got straight A's and, you know, and I, I made Royal go deal with it. Mm-hmm. I, I, you know, and it's one of those things. It, it hurt his transcript. You yeah. know, he, he didn't get as good of a grade as, as, as he probably could have, but I don't want to protect him. What's going to happen in college when he, that, that's the only course he has and he can't get into an easier class. I don't, I just think that as youth, as kids, that's the time to prepare your kids as much as possible. Yeah. Some people feel that's the time to, to you know, pull out all the cards to put them no. on that fast track. No. I personally don't. And 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 you did the right thing yeah. because it, it taught them, you know, you can't always take the easy easy road. Absolutely. So, um, we still have some more phone calls that are coming in, but before we get to them, I wanted to get through a couple of these quotes. Okay. Um, Gandhi, Emerson, and Kinsella, mm-hmm. three people. I'm gonna th- I'm gonna say three one sentence quotes on okay. on happiness, and I want you to guess who said which. Oh, jeez. Gandhi, Emerson, and Kinsella. Kinsella. Okay. All right. So you know who Gandhi is. Yes. You know who Emerson is. Yes. Gandhi is who? Mm-hmm. Who's Gandhi? Gandhi's. What do you mean? Who's Gandhi? <laughs> Who's, okay. Gandhi's the the worldly figure from of, India. Yeah. Uh, from India. Okay. So, yeah. Emerson. Who's Emerson? Uh, the author, right? Painter, artist, some type of artist, creative okay. artist. And I, I did put. I, I know that. Who's Kinsella? No idea. I don't know either. Okay, so if you know who uh, Kinsella is, let us I'm, know. One but of this is gonna be a guess. Here, here we go. Quote number one: For every minute you are angry, you lose sixty seconds of happiness. Which one of those three said that? That's uh, you're not gonna do all three. Okay. Here's number two. Then success is getting what you want. Happiness is wanting what you get. Okay. Number three, happiness is when is when what you think, what you say, and what you do are in harmony. Okay, so you got them. I'm gonna read one, and you tell me which one of those three figures I took. Okay. Uh, okay. I'll start with the first one. For every minute you are angry, you lose sixty seconds of happiness. Who said that? Gandhi. Incorrect. Oh, for one, Taj. Okay. Um, that was Ralph Waldo Emerson. So for uh, every minute really you, you are angry, you lose 60 seconds of happiness. The good thing is you're down to two quotes. I feel like this is a game show. Yeah. You have two <laughs> two, two quotes of happiness. Next one's Kinsella. It's 50%. Okay? 100%. Success is getting what you want. Happiness is wanting what you get. Kinsella. That's Kinsella? Taj, you're correct. Yeah. I don't, I don't think Gandhi would say the word success. That's why I said that. He didn't seem like a success person. Interesting. He would always use the word ha- success is not a word that I don't think would he would he, come out of his mouth. Yeah. Um, okay. Very well said, Taj. And just so we can wrap it up, our little game, um, three questions or three quotes with Taj. Um, happiness is when what you think, what you say, and what you do are in harmony. That was Mahatma Gandhi. Yeah. So. Um, I like that. Which one was your favorite, real quick? Um. 
probably the middle one. Right? Yeah. Um, success is getting what you want. Happiness is wanting what you get. Yeah. I think that's very profound and powerful. And I, I've never heard of that quote or Kinsella, but I'm going to keep that one. Yeah. Um, okay, who's on the line with us on The Power of Love? Yeah, hello, guys. It's Toya. How are you doing? Hi, great, Toya. Toya. How, how are you? I'm doing great. Thank you. Good. So, first of all, I wanted to to send you my condolences for your friend uh, Clyde passing away. Thank you, I know Toya. it's tough for you, so I just yeah. wanted to, to send you my love and support. Thank you so much. Thank you. You're welcome. And on topic of happiness, uh, I want I would like uh, I wanted to say that uh, my vision of happiness has changed recently. Mm-hmm. You know, over the years, I used to think that uh, I would be happy only if I achieved my my goals. You know, my dreams. Mm-hmm. I had a clear vision of what I w- wanted my life to be. Mm-hmm. You know, um, to have a husband, a lot of children, a house, a job. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know if it's an age thing or something, but being older now, I realize that uh, I can find happiness in uh, everyday small and simple things. That's beautiful. Uh, I just, I'm just enjoying uh, simple moments, you know, like spending time with my boy, yep. having dinner with my family, listening to music, yeah. you know, ser- seeing tarot this weekend, yeah. and even talking to you guys. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it, it it just brings me so much happiness. It, it just brightens my day. I, I, that's that's beautifully said, Toria, and I and I think that's so profound and so important. And I'm I'm happy you shared that with mm-hmm. us because I know that's going to inspire others out there. Because you know, there's a lot of people that are 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 working hard to to achieve something, and aren't getting there, and are getting frustrated, and or you know, are 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 getting depressed from it. And I think it's very important mm-hmm. in those moments, like you said, you kind of you have to look with inside and see the simple things as as worthy. And 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 I'm happy you are able to do that and you're doing that. And, you know, I could tell from your voice you're you're a happy person. So that's awesome to hear. Yeah. And, and you know, focusing on gratitude just is a key to happiness. Mm-hmm. I really I, I'm, I'm convinced about that. Yeah, that's a great point. Um, Toria, have you always been someone who kind of focuses on gratitude or has that been a recent change? No, it's, it's been a recent, recent change. It's, yeah. it's because of you guys. Yeah. Yeah. It's amazing because yeah, it's because of the show and because of you. Yeah. And me too. I, I'm not going to come here and say, you know, before this show was here, I, I wasn't one that focused on gratitude like I should, you know, I, I was obviously a thankful person, but in terms of really getting into the power of gratitude, and really being thankful for every little thing and, and speaking it out yeah. and writing it out really, really helps your mindset and, and helps your life. So I'm, I'm like I said, like I tell exactly. it all the time, I'm forever thankful for um, um, for Lynn B, um, which our guests and who we still stay in contact with for, for sharing that that golden nugget with us. I think it's mm-hmm. very powerful. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. And I'm forever thankful for you guys. Thank you. Uh, well, thank you, Toria, for all your support. You know, like we said yeah. to the other callers, you, you've, you've been there since day one and you're always supporting us. And it means so much to us. So I can't thank you enough. Uh, I, I, w- I will always be there for uh, you. you know? uh, well, thank you very much. Well, Toria, ha- have a great rest you're of your welcome. day. And thank you so much, okay? Yeah, yes, you too. Take care. All Bye, right. guys. Bye-bye. So we only have a couple minutes, Taj. So well, real quick. Yes. Uh, Alicia on Twitter said that Ralph Waldo Emerson is a poet. So, Okay. So 
an author too? I mean, I guess an author is usually yeah. a poet. Yeah, an author, a poet. Yeah. But he has a huge like. What's his most po- um, popular book? Like a, a stand a, a school standard book? Is it? I think so. But yeah. or maybe I'm just used to that name from a poet. And, so thank you, Alicia, yeah, for sharing that. What I liked what Toria just said is basically that. You know, I know we don't have that much. Time. No, you're good. Um, I think happiness is what you define happiness as, mm. not what society or pictures or movies define because i think that was a thing for her when she found out this is what makes me happy i'm gonna do more of this mm-hmm. you know spending time you know with my kid or this or that or, you know wh- whoever situation it is it's always that's what defines make whatever makes you happy that's your happiness mm. you know it's it's you know don't let other people tell you oh you have to have mm-hmm. kids or you have to be married and have kids or if you're not there yet you're not there yet or if you don't want that then you don't want that you yeah know? And and so it's not everyone's life's not the same. Yeah. And I, I think managing expectations, you know, managing, as Gigi said, managing external ac- expectations you have on people, but also not like you were just saying, Taj, not giving the external people, external forces so much power to control yeah. how you should feel. It's yeah. got to come w- from within. Um, taking what Toria said, the gratitude aspect is huge. Yep. Um, that's a huge, huge factor. And then just to add to it, I think finding a purpose, finding even if it's something as simple as writing or just find a purpose or passion in life and just go for it and and really try to just do the best you can. And don't let the external world acceptance or not acceptance of whatever you're doing Mm -hmm. dictate your happiness. Just find the happiness in doing something Mm -hmm. in act in acting um, I think that's key. And, and if you, key. and whatever you find, you know, don't get discouraged if you show it to one person and they don't like it or whatever, yeah. because there's an audience out there for everyone. And, and, and finally, do not let monetary or, or financial means dictate what's, what happiness don't, is. Yeah, don't you know, you, I've seen many multi, multi, multi millionaires who are miserable you know who can sit <laughs> yep. who are sitting there pretending to be happy and you know uh, they're sitting media. in a yeah. in a beautiful home you know watching whatever or, or doing whatever and because they feel like they've made it they they're falling into a an unhappiness trap because they're not doing anything you know so it's just the constant in my opinion the constant pursuing of a goal or an activity that makes you feel good mm-hmm. that's that's probably in my yeah. opinion one of the biggest keys to happiness to wrap up, let's share Kinsella. Again, I don't even know who Kinsella is. Um, I wish Taj was on his job because he would tell, by now be looking up who Kinsella is, but he's not. Nope. Um, but Kinsella, W.P. Kinsella, um, had, in my opinion, one of the stronger quotes I've seen in a while. And to wrap it up, it is, success is getting what you want. Happiness is wanting what you get. And I love that. Um, so just be appreciative of what you have. And uh, love your family, love your friends, and and that's it. We'll see you all next week at 1 p.m. We will be back. Bye-bye. Adios. Thank you for listening to The Power of Love. We are here to provide hope, resources, and a community so no one feels alone in their grief. Support for our Power of Love radio show comes from a variety of generous donors, including supporters from institutions, individuals, and corporations through the D.D. Jackson Foundation. DDJF is a nonprofit 501c3 organization.